Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I have Petya Kolobova Burns on with us. She is an abundance and light activation coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. So welcome to the show today, Petya. I am so excited to be here, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for all the work you're putting in to this beautiful show and like how it's really shifting other people's perceptions and possibilities. So I feel really honored to be here today. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I want to kind of check in with you because I know you are pregnant right now and I just had my my little guy now three months ago. So I would love to know how is pregnancy going so far for you? Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's such, I feel like that's such a loaded question. And thank you so much for having such a beautiful, unique question. And I feel like my journey, like to to pregnancy and to where I am today was just like a little bit different than what I expected. You know, like how we say, like you make plans and God's laughing or life is laughing, whatever you believe. So that's how it was for me, because I feel like last year when we sat with my husband like okay you know like let's open up the portal for our baby to come through and we already work with fertility doctor not because we had any fertility challenges the year before but because i was on hormonal birth control before i didn't know what i know now if i knew you know when we know better we do better hopefully yeah. <laughs> um so we work already we prepared our bodies everything and what I feel like we prepare our bodies and I didn't prepare my mind. Mm. I completely freak out like a business owner, you know, in January, we hosted the retreat. We, we've been in Tulum, you know, Mexico, we lived there for over a year. And then um, we hosted the retreat there. And I kind of like, when we were like talking with our participants, like what are our goals and desires for upcoming year, I kind of freak out and I went back into the masculine conquer energy, you know, like I got to make more sales. I got to make more clients. I got to like triple my prices, you know, Mm -hmm. so when the baby comes and it was out of alignment of who I really am. So the first few months I like really freak out and I feel like I had like this like dip and phrase in my business, you know, so I wasn't even like pregnant, but like emotionally I'm like, can I handle it? Can I be present mother? Can I run my business? Can I run my team? Can I sustain my income? Like, I don't know if I can do that because before I was doing um, live retreats, like group small retreats, traveling international, when you have a little baby, like you're not traveling internationally, let's be honest, right? Um, And so a lot of questioning and a lot of doubt, and I was kind of like sitting in it. And then in May, we got pregnant. We traveled back to United States for the summer. I got pregnant. And a couple months later, I lost our babies. I was pregnant with twins. Mm. I didn't even know that. Because when we did the ultrasound for like, you know, the heartbeat and everything, I thought I'm already eight weeks, but they say like, oh, you're too early. Well, now it makes sense because it was smaller, you know, six weeks, we could hear the heartbeat a little bit. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, like, I knew something is wrong. I knew mm-hmm. something was off. And we went back to ultrasound and there was no heartbeat, no, no movement, no nothing. What I didn't know, though, that I was pregnant with twins. Wow. Yeah. So like a month like later like three weeks later I because I didn't want to like you know like I didn't want to have any um like surgery I didn't want like any pills anything I'm like my body knows my body is wise I trust it so it took three weeks for me to release the baby and then I was thinking like 
it was like the hardest time of my life. Like I was depressed. I didn't want to be adulting. I was angry. You know, my husband, like I'm very spiritual. My husband is, you know, like would call himself Christian. So he was like, well, talk to God. I was like, no, I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. Why would God allow this? Mm -hmm. You know, like why would like God let this happen? Like we're good people. We are prepared. There are people who don't even have a, like they don't have a desire to have a babies and they have it. So it took me like, you know, a couple months. And then in September, I released the second baby. And I didn't know. So that was such wow. a shock. Like, I didn't know I'm still pregnant. I didn't know because I was thinking like, you know, like it's spotting, it's my period. But the crumbs that I had and everything, I was like, like I, I was telling my husband, I was like, Chris, this feels like when I was releasing the first baby, it's not regular menstrual crumbs. And that day when it started, my like miscarriage, the second one of the one pregnancy, I was traveling alone with my dog, stressed because like two months before, like like month before, I was traveling with my dog and they didn't allow her to get on a plane, you know, so that was like I was stressed and it was really a lot, you know, for me to like embrace and like even like understand like what is happening. And so I had to process it again. Yeah. So that was September. And in October, we're still living in Mexico. We got robbed with my husband on gunpoint. Oh Two guys gosh. attacked us close to our home. One had a knife to me. One had a gun to, to my husband. They took everything, you know, we had. Like, thank goodness that nothing physically happened to us. Oh. But, like, when you ask the pregnancy, like, this was my journey. Wow. Not feeling safe, not feeling grounded, doubting myself, doubting my abilities, feeling depressed. And it was just a lot. And then we moved. We already knew we'll be moving back to state. It's not like... We got robbed, we are moving back. We already had our tickets and everything. So three weeks later, we moved back to States. It was the first week, no, second week of November. End of November, I got pregnant with our baby girl now, who is, you know, healthy. But honestly, like the, it's it's very emotional. Like pregnancy after loss, it's very emotional. It's like you overthink everything, you know, like, the first trimester when you're like, is the baby going to stay? Now I am almost seven months pregnant and it's like 27 weeks pregnant. So now I'm like, is she moving enough? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel more grounded. I feel more trusting. I, you know, I worked with healers. I work with Reiki master practitioner, sound bad healer to really like reconnect to my womb and, and working with the business and coach to help me with because I hired coach and joined her mastermind because she has I found out later that she's pregnant too you know she's like only three weeks ahead of oh. me but when I was hiring her I didn't know she didn't share it publicly but she had two kids under two I'm like this is what I want I want to run business I want to know that I can be still impacting people because I love and you know like our baby girl it's still in my belly I love being pregnant I love you know, the idea of being a mother. And I still want to make sure that I'm impacting others. It's mm -hmm. not like I will stop doing everything and anything and, and, you know, stay home with babies. And for some women, it's fulfilling. And I get that. For me, I really want it. Like, I'm, I'm like, I want to both, mm -hmm. you know, like, I want to be working because I love who am I being when I'm working and the impact that I'm creating in other women's lives. Because 
I only work with women who want to help others. So I work with coaches, service providers, healers. I had therapists. I had lawyers. I had doctors. Mm. Because I feel like I'm creating a beautiful ripple effect. When we build each other up, when we build businesses that are heart-centered, for me, that is life-giving. And I want our baby girl to live in a better world than I did. Mm. You know, so... Pregnancy, Andrea, great question. <laughs> and what a roller coaster that literally one year. Wow. Wow. I mean, I had no idea. And so thank you for sharing that story. And there are ups, downs, all of it. And whew, I mean, taking a breath because that that's a lot. Oh gosh. Well, I know, you know, you're you're very intuitive and you like to, you know, kind of work with abundance and you know, guiding people with your intuition. And that's something I kind of wanted to pull from first, especially after hearing, you know, your story for this past year, how do you kind of let your intuition guide your life? And maybe I think this last year is a perfect example of when stuff might not be going your way. How do you still trust your intuition? Mm -hmm. I feel like no matter what we get to trust our intuition because Mm -hmm. the, like the outside circumstances, they can always change. Who do you work with? Where do you work? Where do you live? We are around. All those things are external. So I really feel like we get to learn to go back inward. Mm-hmm. We get to go back in because back in is where the true treasure really lies. And I know that um, there is this beautiful Hindu like story and analogy. And, and I really deeply resonate with that because like, no matter what like religion, spiritual background we have, I feel like we can all like, um, kind of resonate with it and it was sharing um, the story of like how before when the world was born they were we were all gods we were all gods and, and there was like you know like the sheep god like the, the the main god but then everyone was god and then they were not like appreciating their gifts and they were just like you know like really not living it so he said that he wants to like take the power away from like the people so they're not gods anymore and they were thinking like where can we hide it where can we hide this like power of knowing that you are powerful and everything it's like you know like you're god and they're like oh maybe we will put it on the mountains and the gods say no because like people will learn how to climb the mountains you know and go really high let's hide it in the deepest of the ocean no because people will learn how to go into the ocean you know and they were trying to like strategize and then the god decided let's stay the godliness like let's take this gift and put it within them because that's the one place they will never look mm. So I feel like all of us, we are trying to search outside of ourselves. What is the next thing to do? What is the next place to go? What is the next strategy? What is, you know, like it's outside of us. We're trying to model other people's successes. And then we are like not feeling fulfilled. Even if we are achieving things, it still doesn't feel right to us. So I feel like it's really time to look within. Mm. And that's where the truth lies. And how do you find that balance with, you know, especially as a business owner with social media, you know, you're like, okay, I need to have a presence there, but it's so easy for people to kind of get sucked down and being like, okay, here's my path. But then you see someone else doing this and you're like, 
well, maybe I should be doing that too. And then you see someone else, maybe I should do that. And then we kind of get a little fuzzy Mm -hmm. instead of staying focused. So how do you kind of recommend people who might be in that headspace to kind of blinders on? (laughs) I love that question because listen, like hand hand up, like I was guilty of that. Like, let me do this, you know? And it's just like, so interesting. And so I really feel that, um, I do. Um, so what I really feel like happens is that you get to ask yourself not so much like what you're doing, but mm-hmm. why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we can go on social media and be inspired by other women's or other people's successes and say, wow, this is great. I never thought about it. Like, at the beginning of my journey, I just felt like I really needed motivation. So I was listening to, you know, like um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Louise Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins. I needed to be motivated. Then when I felt like, like, okay, I will survive this. I'm more motivated, you know, I step into the inspiration. So instead of comparing myself like, oh, she's better and they're faster and they have more success, they have a better house, marriage, whatever. I started to be inspired and I started to look at people that I was following. I was like, what do I love about it? Mm -hmm. And I started to like really be inspired by the possibility. I'm like, well, if she has that, I could do that. And I remember even like, I don't know if you know, Jasmine Starr, she's, um, you know, photographer and, and marketer. And so her and her husband, they're both photographers. So they always had the most beautiful feed and pictures. And I just love that so much. Back then I was like, divorce single after cheating husband whatever you know and I'm like oh my god like this is my dream I would love that and I screenshot one of their picture where they were sitting on the stairs and her husband was like holding her from the back like this is my dream I would love to have a relationship like that you know then I met my husband and we I mean not like consciously like let's pose it but then we did beautiful pictures like that you know for our engagement you know party and then it's just started to trickle in instead of comparing myself and going in this rabbit hole of like, let me do this, let me do this, because that will make me successful. Again, it's not about what we do, but why we do that. I was I was looking through the lens of curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know, like I went to some years ago, you know, half a decade ago to some life events. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I love how am I feeling in the room? I love seeing how the women are moved and how they're crying and breakthroughs and stuff like that. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to do this? 2019, I hosted my first live event meant for more in Las Vegas. We had almost 100 women there, you know, and it was amazing. So instead of comparing myself with others, I'm like, what can I do? And I just went and tried it, you know, like life event, we did only one because then, you know, next year, everything gets shut down. (laughs) But I also got inspired. Like I really, really, really wanted to go to Bali. I never been in Bali in 2019 and I couldn't shut up about it. And my husband was like, okay, we can go to Bali, but let's make it a business trip. You know, what if we do it like a retreat? I'm like, okay, let's host a retreat in Bali. Never hosted retreat. Forget the international retreat in Bali. And we did it. And it was beautiful. It was very, you know, it was small. It was intimate. 
but again, like I was following the, I was following the curiosity and like the nudges. And it's like, really your body is going to be pulling you versus allowing your mind to be pulling you in the wrong directions. Like I should do this because my mentor is doing it. I should do this because this woman who is making millions in her business is doing it. And listen, Andrea, I done that. Like I tried to do like offers. I'm like, oh, this sounds really cool. I love this offer. I bet my my clients will like it too and I created it and crickets mm. you know and it's because I did it out of ego and out of you know like let me do something that's working for others but did I really check in with myself do I really love this am I really excited about this will I be excited about it in you know three months so we really get to check in like why we're doing things we're doing if you're on instagram because you want to like like you know we wanted to do maternity photo shoots so i'm scrolling and like everything in my feed it's now like pregnant pictures right <laughs> of course um but i was scrolling not to compare myself like how does she look or not and let's be honest it still like comes up we compare it's just like how can you be freaking seven months pregnant and, and, and just have a belly nothing else expanded you know so let's be honest we get in our heads you know oh, yeah <laughs> But then it's like, I'm searching because I'm creating, you know, ideas for photo album. I'm not scrolling to compare myself with others consciously. And when I get to that moment, <laughs> shut it off, go for mm. a walk and, and, you know, go hug my husband because mm. he always thinks I'm beautiful. I'm like, you're I saying love it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Well, can you kind of pull down that thread? Cause it sounds kind of a little bit of like the manifestation work that you're doing. But with manifestation, you know, sometimes we have, we have to take action and not just kind of manifest, which I think, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so it used to just be like manifest and it will just magically come, but that's not what happens. And so I know for you and even just everything that you just shared, like you took action steps to make it happen. Plus you took the manifestation work of like, Hey, this might be inspiring. I might like to do this one day. So how does that kind of work in your own life? I love that you are like putting it this way because I truly believe it has to be, there has to be an inspired action. We can look at it through the lens of love of attraction, right? That you're not attracting what you want. You are attracting who you are. You know, it's just like everything around us. It's the reflection and mirroring, you know, um, whether we like it or not, like even with the robbery, you know, like it just like brought me to the present moment. It's like, okay, I'm not feeling safe. Even before that happened, I didn't feel safe in my body. I didn't feel safe in my business. Mm. So that was the manifestation of that. Maybe there's a million other things to add to that. But everything, it's really a reflection of ourselves. So first, you got to check in with yourself. How do you see yourself? What is your energy? What energy you're bringing into the room? Like, it's like they should have like a sign on the doors, you know, like check in with your energy. Like, what are you bringing in, right? So first is that like the energetic level of the things. Who am I being? What am I bringing in? What am I believing? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? And how can you rewrite that? Like we all have, no matter how long you are on personal spiritual development journey, you know, you will still have the stories. They will just change. So you get to change with them and, you know, edit them. So working on that like energetic and mindset side, but then the second part, it's like, what can I do from this place of knowingness? Mm. 
And again, we can see it as a manifestation and law of attraction, or we can see it as energetic of masculine and feminine. First, you start in the feminine. And that's what I had to learn because most of my life, Andrea, I didn't feel safe. You know, like I was mentally, physically abused when I was growing up. I attempted to suicide, almost two decades of eating disorder. Like I was mess, you know? So I... I just didn't feel safe and I was more in my masculine because I knew if I do things, if I achieve things, well, at least I will be respected. At least I won't be, you know, we're always judged, but you know, like just doing the things from that place of like survivor, I had to shift into my feminine energy because I was physically, mentally burnout, always sick, always tired. And just, I didn't have like, like, forget zest for life i didn't want to even live mm. I'm like this is life i don't want this this is too much i cannot handle this mm. and it's because like i was so out of balance so i had to bring in the feminine and then i learned what works for me and it can be different for each and every one of us because a lot of women who come to me they're in their masculine they're in their like survivor providing you know overcame or still healing traumas from the past past relationships or parents or events that happened in their life so they were like it's better to build up wall and totally. be independent and strong and hustle and work hard and it works for quite a time that's why is it so tricky because yeah you work hard you hustle you will achieve some results but if it was all about hard work all the hardworking people would be rich and they're not so it's not just that but like balancing it with the feminine and i feel like along my journey also human design helped me tremendously studying human design sharing it with people doing readings you know really learning about people because for me what's more natural it's feminine so i start my day in the feminine energy with the senses with the energies with um you know like candle incense taking shower just really tap into my body you have a little baby so you're like Petty, i don't have one hour <laughs> to devote to myself i hear you and we can talk in three months you know and Petty, I so funny tell you. I, I yep i totally yep totally used to be me so i yeah and also what I because like even though before I'm a mom I work with so many moms and I had single moms and I had single moms who had full-time job and starting their business mm -hmm. so I know and listen five minutes it's enough Love if that. you just wake up and you can just like connect with your heart connect with your breath even if even if your baby's crying it can cry for five more seconds I know it's heartbreaking you know it's like I hear babies now and I'm like oh you know and, and it's not even out of me and mine but even five seconds just take a breath that's all just take a breath feel your body feel the connection to your pillow to your blanket like connect with the sensations of the feminine energy if you mm -hmm. can enjoy 10 minutes shower you know somebody can take care of the baby mm -hmm. take a shower and allow the water like rinse over you and then you can step into your masculine then you can ask yourself how do I want to feel in the end of the day what is going to take me there what can I like you know do today even if I do only one thing it's like we can write never-ending to-do list and then what do we do with that we are feeling frustrated because we are like I was busy all day and like I didn't touch my list right so 
stepping into that masculine very intentionally allowing it to lead but after we you know like connected to the feminine and then ending the day in the feminine ending the day in receiving receiving the cuddles receiving the kisses receiving the hugs receiving nurturing food maybe receiving a warm tea like ending the day in the receptive mode so you see like there is like this full circle of energies that we are working through and it's not like and it used to drive me crazy when I started my like coaching business and some of my beautiful clients were very spiritual and they were only in the like I'll just like manifest that mm. like I'll just manifest my clients but I'm not going to show up on my stories I'm not going to show up on Instagram the universe got me it's beautiful to have this faith and trust and there is action and reaction you know so it's like we didn't come here to be laying in our couch and like oh manifest me pizza manifest me this manifest me that right like we wouldn't be fulfilled by that no I love that explanation of the feminine and masculine in the way that you described it it's probably uh, one of the best ways that I've kind of heard and just really resonates I mean I mean starting your day that way and then going into the masculine because you do need to take some action and then finishing with it which as I'm reflecting, I was like, I was, I was doing that, you know, until baby. Cause I'm like, I would always do the Abhinyanga at night. And I just did it the other night and Yoni steams and all of those just to kind of relax. And, you know, some nights it's going to happen. Some nights it's not with, you know, a small child. And I just kind of let it be enough and sprinkle it in during the day. So if any other people are listening and they have small children, it, it is possible. It just might look different than what maybe you think of in your head. It might not be that hour this it might be just little glimpses you know throughout your day even to connect and babies are so in tune with mama like if I'm calm and relaxed my son stays calm and relaxed you know if I take a nice deep breath I've taught him to be like ah already at like three months old like he's already being like sighed out with me so I mean it's just really cool to kind of see reflection and then you can kind of look at it upon not only are you doing that baby but like that's your energy with other people in the world you know if you're kind of like tensed up and it's just oh like that's what people are perceiving of you probably outside of your home you know and just realizing okay like I you know we're all energy yes we are yes we are and so beautiful like and and it's something that I have read also too recently in a book like the first two years it's a mama baby you know it's it's not mom and the baby it's mama baby it's like you are so connected because the baby was growing inside of you and that's how baby it's learning the world through the mom you know the dads will connect too but not as deep as the mom the dads step in when the baby is two years old because the mom has to like wean off a little bit you know so that's when the dad comes in and helps even deeper because in two years they're starting to like have a sense of self like me you know so it's so beautiful that you're recognizing it and how you're feeling the the baby is going to be feeling and it's not to like you know put the pressure on yourself because I like sometimes like I have like meltdowns or you know and I'm like oh my gosh, I don't want her to feel this way. Like, I'm always like, it's okay. Mommy has her feelings. She will work through that. You don't own it. So like really talk to her and how beautiful when we can own that. And like you said, I, I love that you said like, it might look different than you think. So like releasing the expectations, releasing the expectations of what it will be like and look like because your journey with your baby 
it's going to be different and unique to you. So like being supported, I think it's super, super important. And just like allowing yourself. I remember like, this is so temporary. Right, Andrea? It's like you're... you. I, f I believe that you have like a feeling like I just popped my baby and it's no. already three months past, right? It's like and I have a seven-year-old. And so it's just, it's completely different from my experience there. And I felt the same way. I was not mentally prepared. I don't think um, the way I was for, for Onyx, my now three-month-old, but my seven-year-old, like I had a really tough time bonding and, you know, regulating emotions completely different just because I was kind of overwhelmed and he wasn't planned. And it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do with my business? I don't have any of the things put in place. And so, and I feel that in his energy of just, you know, even to this day, his, he's just got a different energy already. I can tell than than Onyx does. And it's, it's interesting just to kind of see that. And it's not to put like guilt on the moms. I mean, cause it's just, you're, you're just observing. I mean, that's all I'm doing. And then I'm like, how can I help him at seven to kind of re-regulate some of these emotions that, you know, you're experiencing that I'm seeing that, I probably experienced, you know, postpartum with you. Um, and so like, I'm going to take him to craniosacral and help him kind of work out some of the the energy work there and just kind of help him find his balance. And, you know, just little things like that, that you don't have to feel, I don't think that guilt. Um, Cause we, I mean, as moms, we have plenty of mom guilt that will come. So you just kind of, you know, you take in and you just got to release. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And one thing that I kept reminding myself, and again, it, it might change like when I'm holding my baby girl in my hands and I'm going through all of that. But one thing that I believe is that our babies pick us for a reason. Yeah. They pick us as parents. So they knew you were not ready. They knew you will be freaking out. Like how I see that is the baby souls see the whole picture and the whole life. And it's like speed up movie. And they're like, yes, I want to go there. And they get exactly what they need. So what your 70-year-old, it's experiencing, it's exactly what they have to experience in this lifetime. And they chose you because they knew like, hey, it might be a little bit maybe stressful at the beginning. And I will have someone who gets it. I will have someone who will guide me. And when I am, you know, six, five, six, seven years old, I will know how to step into this and regulate this. And I will learn this because... You know, like all these things that we have experienced like kids and not like to blame our parents, but it's so interesting. Like my mom didn't know, like I was born in the 80s, you know, in the 80s, they told you, let the baby cry, let the baby scream, you will spoil it. And when I did like my breath work, I had like glimpses of images of me being a little girl, like a little toddler screaming in the crib and crying and feeling abandoned, mm. feeling alone. How could she know she was doing the best she could? Mm -hmm. She was breastfeeding only for a month because she was like, oh, well, I didn't have a milk. Well, mm -hmm. What about, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. of course, not everyone can, but most women can when they have the right support, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and she didn't. So it's just like so many things. And instead of like, wow, like you screwed up as mother. Well, thank goodness that I have the tools and modalities that I can heal. And so many of us who are in the forefront right now, like you and me, Andrea, and, you know, your listeners, because your listeners are conscious and are listening because they do want to make this world a better place. We are cycle breakers. Mm. 
not only be heal for us and our future children and listen it doesn't matter if you do have kids or you choose to not have kids it doesn't matter you're still influencing the generation forward and backward and you have the full responsibility to always choose again yeah mm, that's beautifully said and I, yeah i mean i feel like i'm teaching my mom lessons i guess in ways and you know and just by maybe would be a little judgy at times, but now she's kind of got used to it since I have that seven-year-old and she's seen me kind of work my way through him. And, you know, it's kind of being her being like, okay, you know, this is how you're parenting. It's different from the way I did it. And it's, you know, this is, these are your children. Like I'm, I'm the grandmother. I'm going to go into my role now. And, you know, it is just interesting just to navigate all of these kind of moving parts with it. And um, I mean, there's healing, there's healing through all of those generations. Plus you're going to, again, impact you know, behind you. And, you know, my grandmother is still living at 97 and, you know, she gets to experience this. And it's just so cool just to kind of see how many, you know, generations you can, you can actually see it working right now. I just got goosebumps. I'm so happy for you. My, my beloved grandma, she was my everything. She was my soulmate and she transitioned a couple of years ago. She was very young. She was 77, you know, um, and it was, unexpected Um, it was through the times that we were going through and she was living in fear so she gave under pressure you know what was happening in the world and then after she gave under the pressure three weeks later she transitioned so yeah so I'm, I'm just like my my husband's grandma she's 93 now so it's it's so beautiful you know when you can see the impact of the generations and how we are I feel like consciously we are stepping into creating a holistic abundance and that's what I'm really like it's interesting but I feel like my pregnancy really like took me even deeper into that baby's kicking now she agrees ah. <laughs> so beautiful Um, I feel like what my pregnancy really allowed me to do is to look at holistically and my life and my business and ask myself, how do I want to lead? How do I want to love? What do I want to like leave as a legacy? Because before, like I was helping so many women like to start their business, leave their corporate. And it was like a lot of like the achieving parts you know what I mean and now I'm like I want to work with conscious entrepreneurs I want to work with women who are like really creating a changes and it has to be holistic Mm. it's not only business and you forget about yourself and your body so I'm bringing in so much more things so many more things like the nutrition what you're drinking what you're eating it's so fascinating like yesterday i was watching a video from um buddhist monk and it was not spiritual it was really like logical and factual and i'm like everybody has to listen today they were talking about the um, um, effects of alcohol on our body you know and and forget like they did they're like forget it let's not even like mention the spiritual you know because it is affecting your dharma but like physically and logically, like it is a poison and it's a number one carcinogen. And I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that alcohol causes six cancers, you know, and it's like, oh, just in moderation. No, there is like, there is no, like you have to drink like a bottle to, you know, trigger something. It can be a glass for you. So I'm bringing all of this into my life and into my business. So it's really holistic abundance. And of course, like people come to me and they want to create more money and more freedom. And it's beautiful. We got to start with you. Mm-hmm. We got to start with your healing. We got to start with the ancestral. We got to start with your clarity. 
and all of that, then you can step into that because you become magnetic. You become magnetic to all the opportunities and money. But then again, it's like a full circle, like how we started. You go from inside out, not from outside in, feeling not enough, inadequate, too busy, too burnout. No, we go back inward and then shine it into the world. Mm. If people are like, how can I work with you, Petia? Where can people connect with you? What's your website, social media? So my favorite place, it's Instagram. Uh, and I know you'll put it in the show notes because it's like my unpronounceable name, Petia <laughs> My website is the same, petiakolobova.com, you know? And then also what I'm doing now, because I know you will be launching this so beautifully soon, um, since I do have the energy in the second trimester, I'm also offering abundance activation process, which is free 30 minutes call with me, where I really look holistically at your life, at your business and seeing what might be the hidden spots, what might be things that you're stuck in, why you're not yet where you really desire to be. Sometimes we just need to have the perspective from the outsider. So I'm offering these like paying it forward because I was like when the baby girl is here I don't know I might be under blankets with her you know <laughs> so for right now we have this beautiful offering as a gift for those who really want to activate their abundance in their life so I will just um, email you the link it's on my um, Instagram page I believe in my bio everything is there um, but I feel like those are the best way to really start working with me, get a taste, you know, of what my coaching is like, what my personality is like. Um, we're all unique and different. So love that. I love that. Well, I might be checking that out myself here afterwards. Me too. I love it. Well, thank you for everything. And I just always have one final question. I always like to throw a weekly challenge out to the listeners. So what would you like that challenge to be for them this week? So because we were really focusing, well, we're focusing a lot on pregnancy, but like really the abundance, like the holistic abundance in our lives. I feel like so often we are so stuck into what is missing, not enoughness, scarcity, what do we don't have that we are working on? So I feel like what really, really helped me is to sit down and write 50 things that I'm proud of myself. Because so very often we are just like feeling like things are not going as we want and I have changed and my life have changed and we forget to celebrate. When we celebrate, when we can be in that energy of like celebrating ourselves and our achievement and it doesn't matter if you did it last week or you know 40 years ago it doesn't matter write 50 things that you're proud of yourself for and you will see how your energy shifts you will get into the state of appreciation and celebration those are the energy of abundance and you will be magnetic to new opportunities mm. I love that. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for coming on today, Petia. It's such a pleasure to get to chat with you and hear your stories. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me and those brilliant questions and for the beautiful, beautiful podcast that you have. Thanks again. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.